What's up? This is Riley from DaVinci Wealth Podcast. We want to welcome you to our first episode. Today, we're going to talk about what are the key factors that are used to calculate your credit score. Some of you may be wondering, why why should I even listen to this guy? Well, just want to tell you a little bit about myself. I have over 10 years of wealth management and banking experience. I'm a former private client banker at one of the largest banks in the U.S., I don't want to tell you the name, but it does rhyme with Mace. Also, I'm a certified financial planner applicant. What that basically means is I've completed all the required certified financial planner training. All I have to do is pass that stinking test. I'm so excited to get that done. I should have that done shortly. And once I have it completed, then I will be a certified financial planner, which is one of the highest and most coveted marks that you can get in a wealth management industry so i'm super excited to do that basically at the end of the day it means i know what i'm talking about so based on all those things that i've done in my past and all the experience and working for one of the biggest banks in the u.s i think that i am qualified to give you advice on how to improve your credit and also talk about the the things that factor into it so let's go ahead and get started and dive into it we're going to start out with one of the key factors which is payment history payment history is a high impact factor that means they really you know this really factors into your credit score so payment history is pretty self-explanatory basically what it's gauging is your history of all the payments on your credit cards and also loans and things like that. They just wanna make sure that you are paying them on time. So in order to maximize this one, you just wanna pay all your bills on time on or before the due date. Do keep in mind though, one common misconception is that when you have a bill that's due and you don't pay it on a due date let's say it's two three days late just know that that company is not going to report that late payment to the credit bureaus unless it's more than 30 days late once you get over the 30 day mark most companies are going to report it to the credit bureau so always pay your bills on times but if you run into a month where you are not able to pay it on the due date and you're a couple days late just know that they're not going to report that it's only if it's 30 or more days late is when they report it with that being said you don't want to get into that boat pay all your bills on time that way you maximize that because if you make one payment um, if you make one payment and it's more than 30 days late that's going to really really hurt your credit it's going to go down yeah, I've seen I've seen cases where it's 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 gone down 50 100 points. So be very careful. Make sure you make your payments on time. One thing that I recommend people do is if you have a loan, if you have a credit card, go ahead and set up automatic payments. At the very least, set up automatic payments for the minimum payment amount due. So that means if you carry a high balance on it, you'll just on that due date it's just going to automatically pull the minimum amount due. So usually that's a way lower amount. So let's say you have a thousand dollar balance on a credit card. Usually the minimum 
minimum um, amount due on that is like $25, $30. So just keep that in mind. Set it on autopilot so you never forget. And then you should be okay with that. Let's go into the second factor. The second factor is going to be credit card use. Um, the percentage of the credit card limits that you're using, this is also known as credit utilization. So whenever you have a credit card, they give you a limit. Let's say your limit is $5,000. And then let's say that month you spend, you use the credit card to spend $1,000 and you don't pay off the whole thousand dollars by the due date let's say you pay you know 25 25 dollars on a due date that means you have 975 dollar balance on it that means that's how much credit you're using you're using um, uh, 975 out of whatever your whatever your um your your, your credit limit was so let's say it's five thousand so so it's just the credit utilization is balanced. What you want to do is keep your balances low. Lenders want to see that you have a lot of credit at your disposal, but you really don't need it or you're responsible and you, you pay it off at the end of the month. So you want to keep it low. You really want to you really want to really want to strive for keeping it below 30 percent. If it's below 30 to 30 percent, that is a sweet spot when it comes to credit utilization. Once you get over 50 percent, it's going to really, really hurt your credit. You can see your credit score drop 25, 30, 35, sometimes 50 points. If you carry a balance over 50 percent of your credit limit. So you want to try to keep that below 30 percent. If you can, the, the best case scenario, keep it below 10. Um, if you really, 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 really want to be safe, go ahead and just pay it off in full at the end of the month and keep it at zero. Uh, contrary to popular belief, you are not penalized if your credit balances are zero. So if you have a credit card, you just want to pay it off at the end of the month, go ahead and pay it off at the end of the month. They just want to make sure that you're using it. As long as you're using it and paying it off, it's all good. So just strive for less than 30%, potentially less than 10%. Um, if you can, just pay it off and keep a 0% credit utilization. If you do that, you're going to be safe and you're going to have a that's going to have a positive impact on your credit. Number three, one of the third third factors is derogatory marks. So if you don't pay your credit card or loan and it's, you know, 30 days late, 60 days late, 90 days late, and the lender gets to the point where they're like, this person isn't going to pay if they report that to collections, which means it's like a charge off account that's going to negatively affect your credit. Also, too, if you owe taxes and you don't communicate with the IRAs and let them, the IRS and let them know that you're going to pay your taxes, that's also going to negatively affect your, your your credit score. Also, bankruptcies. If you file bankruptcy, it'll negatively affect your credit score. Also, civil judgments. So what that means is, is if somebody sues you, 
if somebody sues you and they take you to court and you lose and you have a judgment or a judge order to pay, that's going to go on your credit report and then it's going to negatively affect your credit. So if somebody says you're they're going to sue you, don't let them do that. Try to get around it. Try to settle. Just have a conversation with them, because if they take you to court and you lose, that's going to leave a derogatory mark on your credit profile and your credit score will be impacted and it will go down. So usually all it takes is one one derogatory mark and it's really, really going to hurt your credit. Also, too, that mark is usually going to stay on your credit report for seven to 10 years. So definitely avoid those at all costs. Let's go on to the fourth factor. Fourth factor is credit age. Credit age is about medium impact. So it does impact your credit, but not as much as payment history, credit utilization or derogatory marks. Credit age. What I always say is credit is like. A fine wine. The longer you have it, the wiser it is, the better it looks, the more attractive it looks. Lenders do not like to see young credit. They they don't like to see credit that's been around for six months or a year or uh, 1.5 years. They want to see more distinguished credit, older credit, credit that's been around for 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 years. Once you start getting credit, up there in that range, five, 10 years, 20 years, that is going to positively affect your credit. So one of the things that some clients do is they had a credit card for a long time. Uh, maybe it's the first credit card they got and they don't really use that credit card anymore. They just want to close it out. Don't close that credit card out. Just put it in the shelf and let it age. Because if you close it out, that's going to lower your credit age and it's going to negatively affect your credit. So if you have a credit card, you don't use it, don't close it. Just use it like once a month, once every three months. Keep it open. Keep the balance at zero. Keep it around because that's going to look very, very good when it comes to your credit age. So keep that in mind. Credit age is a good thing. It's like fine wine. Let it age. One of the things that I recommend, too, is actually one of the things that I'm doing with my younger brother. He is 18 years old or I'm sorry. He turns 18 next month in November. He'll be a grown man. And what are we going to do? We're going to go get him a credit card and we're going to put a small transaction on there like Netflix and we're going to pay it off in full. We're going to set our automatic payments and pay it in full every single month just so he can build that credit age up. We don't want him to be in a position to where he's 23 years old. He's looking to get a car, his first car, lease a vehicle, buy a vehicle. He walks into the dealership. They're like, oh, you don't have any credit cards, so you don't qualify or you need a co-signer. We want him to go in there with already established credit. He's already had credit for a couple of years, and now he's in a good position to do whatever he needs to do, whether that's buy a car, whether that's um, get a get a get a better credit card or who knows, maybe even purchase a home by the time he's 23. It's all about having credit age and um, establishing that credit as soon as you can. You don't want to wait until you need it and then try to build it because then it's too late. Then you need a co-signer. We want to try to stay away from that if we can. So build out that credit age. The fifth one is total accounts. So 
lenders like to see that you have a great mix of different types of accounts. They want to see some credit cards on there. They want to see like maybe a, a lease or a car loan or mortgage. The more credit accounts, open accounts you have, the better. So if you really, really want to be the sweet spot where it, posit- it looks very good for your credit, you want to have you want to have between 10 to 20 uh, different types of accounts opened up in a nice mix of it. That doesn't mean max those accounts out and carry high balances on them, but they just want to see a, a different mix of accounts just to show that you're a responsible person, that you are able to be very responsible with credit. So that's a huge factor. It's not a huge factor. I'm sorry. It's about a medium, medium impact factor, but they want to see that you have multiple accounts on your credit profile. If you do, that is going to look very good and it's going to have a positive impact on your credit. Last but not least, actually, it is the least um, hard increase. So whenever you apply for new credit, whether it's a loan, a credit card, a home, anything like that, sometimes uh, when you rent an apartment or even an employer, they will pull you, it will check your credit. That's what's called a hard inquiry. You want to be conscious of who's checking your credit, because if you have too many hard inquiries on your credit profile, that is going to negatively affect your credit. Sweet spot, you want to be around one to two a year, one to two credit uh, inquiries per year. Once you start getting above up to like five or eight, that's going to negatively affect it. So keep that number low. And uh, you'll be okay with that. Just be conscious. Don't just you know let anybody go go in there and check your credit. Be conscious of that. So, but that's it. Those are all the factors that are used to calculate your credit scores. So that's payment history, credit card utilization, derogatory marks, credit age, total accounts, hard increase. So. These are some of the things that you're always going to want to be working on. You're going to want to say, hey, how many credit accounts do I have? What am, what's my credit utilization? Am I keeping a low balance? Is anybody trying to sue me? Am I making all my payments on time? You always want to be conscious of these things. And if you are, then you are going to have a rocket high credit score because what tends to happen is... This stuff just hangs out in the background and people kind of forget about it. And then when they need it, when they need to apply for something, then they start thinking about it. And usually that's too late. So I hope this was helpful. DaVinci Wealth is going to be coming at you with more podcasts, um, more YouTubes to give you valuable information. So keep keep in touch. Um, Definitely follow us. Uh, We're excited to grow with you and make it happen. Over and out.